Hey sis, thanks for checking out the Crosspoint Women podcast. The goal of this Come Sit With Us series is to unmask and show each other that there are real women that have walked through and are walking through like things and pointing out the faithfulness of the Lord in those seasons. So what are you waiting for? Come sit with us. sit with us chat. Uh, we have Christy here with us today. How are you Christy? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Tired but making it. Um, Christy is um, a key player here at Crosspoint. She um, she does a lot of things around here so I'm excited to sit with you today and just chat about what's going on. And so um, if you could answer the question who is Christy? Who are you? And however you want to answer that question you can answer. Well, it's funny you say that. Um, I am the daughter of the one true king. I love that answer. That is that is the answer I try to hold tightest in my heart and think of first always mm-hmm. um, because the world tells me so many different things. Yeah. And um, I am so easily convinced by that. Yeah. So that's I who I that. am. Mm-hmm. But I'm also Christy, Chris's wife and um, mom of some kids. And... Um, you know, the foster care lady. Foster care lady. <laughs> We're going to need to hear that story. Like, at least a small bit of, of the church lady story. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm the, yeah, and the lady from the church. I'm the also, lady from the church. I'm one of the ladies from the church. Yeah. Um, what do you love to do in your in your spare time? I don't feel like I have any spare what time. What do you love to do with your time? You don't have spare time, but what do you love to do with your time? Um, when, uh, when I do have free time I really I love to read um but I actually just finished redeeming love last night because I I wanted to finish the book before I saw the movie but that didn't quite happen uh but I finished the book last night so I do really like to read but don't always have enough time to do that um and just yeah just keep trying to keep up with everybody yeah Christy lives a really busy life um I feel like your life never stops Uh, I do go to sleep (laughs) But does your brain stop when you go to sleep? Because I feel like you probably dream a lot. Are you a dreamer? I'm a hard sleeper. Yeah. Like, I'm, I saw a meme yesterday and it said, like, I want to hit somebody over the head who goes to sleep the minute their their head hits the pillow. And I was like, that's me. Um, I I, I don't always sleep all night, but I I normally fall asleep pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, Because I'm so tired. But, um, okay. I love it. So the point of this chat is to highlight something, highlight the way the Lord's been faithful in your life. So whether that has been a season or um, a specific circumstance or all-encompassing, how has the Lord been faithful to you? I'm alive, number one. Um, So that's, I I was encouraged recently to consider, um, I didn't have the easiest childhood, and so I think that was definitely... From conception, the Lord had been faithful to me immediately because, um, you know, childhood wasn't an easy time for me. And I was encouraged recently to really um, just really take a minute and just sit in the sovereignty of God and how he protected me and how so many other things could have happened that he protected me from um, and how it prepared me for this journey that I'm on now um, to help kids who are also not having great childhoods. Um, and so I think that was one, uh, another, 
was in 2005, my uh, my dad passed away suddenly, not surprisingly, but suddenly. Mm -hmm. And um, shortly thereafter, uh, my cousin, who was a senior at Adobe High School, passed away over Easter weekend in a car accident. So that was a really hard season, and I, um, but I grew really close to God during that season. Um, but probably what resonates the most with this conversation and the season that keeps on giving um, is, uh, I would say when we said yes to foster care, but I knew I was going to say yes to foster care, even as a child. Yeah. Um, and so when Chris and I were engaged, um, I just said, hey, I, I didn't really know what foster care was even at that point. And I just said, hey, I want to adopt one day. Are you good with that? And he was like, yeah, actually, I, I would like to do that, too. Um, and so fast forward a few years and we decide it's time. Um, at that point, um, my stepdaughter Cora was middle school, junior high, and Ethan um, it was around second or third grade. And um, I would go to the DFPS website and look for like, like I thought there was gonna be an arrow that said, start here, <laughs> start here. Like, you know, you know. Hey, if you're listening, DFPS. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I think I'm a pretty, like, intelligent, capable person. It's really hard <laughs> not to try and find what you need to find on there. Yeah, and so I kept going, and, like, I would find, I actually, like, I found all kinds of other things that were really interesting, but I could never find where to start. And probably, like, two, three, four times, I would sit down by myself, Chris and I would sit down together, <laughs> like, I'm, and it's like, we couldn't figure it out. Which sounds so ridiculous. And so we literally Still that way. <laughs> right? Yes. And as soon as we figured it out, they changed the whole process. Yeah. So whatever. Yep. <laughs> uh, uh, so we literally said, God's gonna have to tell us when it's time. Mm -hmm. And we didn't talk about it for six months. And um, at almost ten o'clock one night, I was packing to go on a business trip and the phone rang and God told us it was time. And um, so that was um, that was a season that was just so crazy um, and he was uh, the way I describe my relationship with Jesus during that time is so tangible he was so tangible in the way things things just showed up and he showed up and um, a system that I couldn't even figure out how to start six months prior mm -hmm. all of a sudden was moving at these accelerated paces and um, so it was it was pretty incredible um, to see the way that he moved through that process with us and um, looking back I can see why Chris and I couldn't figure it out mm -hmm. because God had a plan and um, I think that he really wanted to show us his hand in all of this from the very beginning yeah and so he didn't want us he didn't want it to be our idea that we went and got licensed and started this journey um, and when a need within our family arose that we were already prepared and ready like he wanted us to be at ground zero yeah. and um, and to show us his goodness yeah all just the process yeah something I'm reminding myself of every probably like every minute of every day yeah. <laughs> um, is to trust the process because I'm a planner and Same. I and and foster care has shown me a lot that I can't plan um, I have to I mentioned last week that I need help I need, I need to ask for help. I need to be willing to ask, like, hey, I need some help. Mm -hmm. And that's not my nature. That's not my go-to. I'm a doer. If I see a problem, I'm going to fix it. If I see an issue, I'm going to figure out how to get it done and just do it. Yeah. I can do it by myself, you know? We're women. Yeah. And so <laughs> I feel like um, as a foster parent, 
the Lord has been very, very evident in the fact that he has put people in my life to say, hey, you need some help. You need to sit down, you know? And so um, I love I love that you said that because he did plan mm-hmm. your story. And because if you would have tried to jump the, jump the system, it wouldn't have turned out that way. Right. You know? And if you think about it on the long end, you know, now looking back, of course you can see the Lord's hand in it. Mm-hmm. But probably in the moment, you're just like, Ah, I just want to figure out this website, you know, or I want to figure out all the, all the, the, um, the meeting, um, which seems so funny to me. I'm like, oh, yeah. where, where did that come from? So it's so strange to have God plant a seed and a desire and a knowing in you. Um, but to like, to like, I know I'm supposed to do this, but to fill the weight, like the, the weight, wall. like W-A-I-T weight um, <laughs> and the other weight, you know, like to fill that, like. It's not a pushback, but just, yeah, wow. Not yet. uh, Hey, like, you've got this, but not yet. Yeah. And that's really something that I'm feeling right now because I, I'm like, okay, like, we know it's going to, we know it's going to happen. Let's just make it happen, you know? And to think that you have to trust the process and trust his timing and his purpose. And, um, I've always said, you know, well, maybe I'll just, I'm going to go on the streets and say, Hey, like, (laughs) If you can't take care of your baby, I want to partner with you, you know? Yeah. That's my heart. I love women. I love helping women. I love speaking into women. But also desperately want we want another child, you mm-hmm. know? And so to feel that seed, I, I wanted to also adopt when I was really young. Um, mine were always international adoptions. Mm-hmm. Like, mine was always like, I went on mission trips, and I was like, oh, God, okay. When am I going to come back here? And I'm going to get a kid, you know? <laughs> It's like shopping. It's so ridiculous to think when you think about it like that. But I wanted to be a mom so bad. I was told for a long time I would be able to be a mom biologically. And so when Joe and I were dating, I said, "Hey, is this okay?" Like, yeah. and he's like, "Absolutely." Yeah. Wow. Did we not know what we were going to get ourselves <laughs> into? Um, because all along we thought, "Oh, well, we're just going to private adopt." Mm-hmm. You don't realize what private adoption is until you start looking into right. it. You know, it's not. That's it's easy, it's not it? easy, it's very expensive, you know, all the things. And so I said, okay, well, we prayed about it, and then the Lord just kept saying, just do it. Like, just open your hands, you know. And so we did, and we opened our hands to foster care, and I feel like the rest is history. But those three girls will always be a part of our story, and a part of our family. We celebrate them on their birthdays, and we pray for them, and, you know, just remember them as much as we can because this side of heaven I don't know that we'll ever see them again you know right. and um but you never know but I think I shared with you you never know that's right <laughs> you, never, you never know um and and you're always a part of their story mm-hmm. as well um and I I think I shared with you not that long ago that I went back through our redacted file um, after you adopt from foster care, you get this huge redacted file, which is every piece of paper about your child that you adopted from mm-hmm. foster care. And um, there was a piece of information that wasn't redacted. It's not the best redacting job. Just, yeah. Um, and I found the name of one of my son's previous foster caregivers. Yeah. And I found them on social media, and I just wrote them a letter. And I'm going to cry. And just told them, thank you so much yeah. for, you know, for loving him and caring for him and keeping him safe. And 
Um, and, you know, and, and until he got home to us, I don't know that he knew what love was from the time he left your home yeah. until he got to my home. And so you never know. That's true. <laughs> yep, I love that story. Um, okay, so what is, if you could give a woman a nugget of wisdom, what is Christy's nugget of wisdom? I guess going back to the beginning of our conversation, just know who you are. Yeah. Like, know know who God says you are. Um, don't believe what the world tells you, what your friends tell you, what, what the expectations are um, that are placed upon you. Because as women, the expectations are so contradicting and clashing both Always. with each other. Like, oh, you know, you should be this way, but also this way. And, <laughs> you know, and then that stuff contradicts with our faith and what mm -hmm. God tells us about who we are. And so just get in the word, like yeah. don't like listening to, to sermons and reading books and all that stuff is great. But I love Tony Evans always says, don't believe me. I might lie to you. Open up your Bible and see it for yourself. Yeah. You know, like open up your Bible and see it for yourself and see who God says you are mm -hmm. um, is one of the most powerful um, blessings I've given to myself. Yeah. And um, even in that, it's a constant battle to remember that and to not let that the world steal that yeah. and not let busyness steal that. Mm -hmm. And um, it's, a, it's a constant battle not to just be my kid's mom and not to just be my husband's wife and mm -hmm. not be the foster care lady or the lady from the church. Or yeah. um, I am the daughter of the one true king and I can't do any of those other things unless I fully embrace and prioritize yeah. being his daughter. That's my nugget. So be yourself. <laughs> be who you are. And I think I was I was at a, a women's event last night, and um, she was talking about. I didn't check out, but I was kind of like, okay, like I literally just gave this message two weeks ago. Better together. Literally the same thing she was talking about: being hospitable, welcoming people into your home. And then she caught me with something she said, and she said, "Nothing happens on accident." Mm -hmm. And she said, "You know." You can, you can always think like, oh, I'm not sitting here with you on accident, right? Like, we planned this, so of course it's not on accident. But when you think about, like, who's listening to this, right? It's not an accident that you're listening to it or watching it. And it's not an accident that you had to wait to be able to navigate the CPS website. Right. <laughs> and it's not an accident that we had three precious little girls in our home to prepare us for the future. Right. And, you know, I just... I. After she said that, I was like, wow, like thinking it's not all an accident, mm -hmm. you know, it's not an accident that the Lord put us both at this place, right, to meet, and um, it's not an accident that, that um, you know, stuff that we see as like a roadblock or a barrier mm -hmm. is not, it's, that's not an accident, right, there's purpose in it, you know, and um I think it's not an accident when you take your Bible and you don't know what to read that you just open it up and start reading it. Mm -hmm. There's something in that. If right. you're doing what the Lord has asked you to do and that is opening his word and digging into it, I don't care what part of scripture you open up to. There's going to be something on the page that, need, that you need to hear. You know, She basically, the only answers to questions were, are you in the word? Mm -hmm. Get back in the word. Stay in the word. Yeah. Like, that was it. That was like the, the advice for everything. I love like, that. No matter what the issue was, it, it, even if things were good, stay in the word. Like mm -hmm. it was 
get like be in the word. Like, that's awesome. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Um, so, so obviously, so being in the word makes you happy. So, what's something else that makes you happy right now? Um, something that makes me happy. Um, this is a new season for me. Mm-hmm. Um, like lots of things are changing. I'm um, just the last couple of months have, for the first time in my adult life, I'm not employed, mm-hmm. and so that's by choice and obedience to God um, in that season, and so it's, I'm just trying to, trying to remain the daughter of the one true king in this season and not become the foster care lady and not yeah. become, like, not take on um, any, you know, any, like, false identities, I guess, mm-hmm. and so I'm, I'm like finding the joy in that season and the freedoms that it provides. Yeah. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to sit here with you this and do this because that true. would be a work. Um, and so that's, that's awesome. yeah, that's giving me a lot of joy. Um, the families that we serve, like, just fill me up. It doesn't matter how tired I am. Like, if somebody, somebody needs something at midnight, like, okay, let's do it. Mm-hmm. So it just, um, it, it, fills me with joy uh, knowing that there's some really cool things coming down the pipeline to our area to help support vulnerable kids and families. Um, and so I'm just, I'm just excited um, to, I'm at the point, I feel like I'm coming to the point where I've done some scary things and prayed some really scary prayers. Yeah. Um, and some big prayers that I'm not sure I had any business praying. Um, <laughs> He said I didn't feel like I had any business praying, and I'm starting to see the fruit of that. That's awesome. And so I'm just... That's cool to yeah. be able to see the fruit of it. Yeah. Um, okay, so if there is a foster mom watching this, mm-hmm. what is one way that we can partner with her at this church? What is one thing... If you can... I want you to plug, plug your ministry right now. Like, what is one way that we can partner with foster families, and what's another way that people are watching this that say, oh, hey... I want to get involved with what yeah. they're doing. How can they get involved? Yeah, absolutely. So we we serve foster families for sure, but we also serve um, adoptive families and kinship families. Mm-hmm. Um, the judge hits the gavel and CPS stops coming to your house, but that's like when the fun begins. Yeah, <laughs> so, or the crazy. <laughs> yeah, so we definitely um, wrap around those uh, families as well. In addition to, we serve families who have experienced um, reunification where they've been separated from their child and now they're coming back together and, and, and having some healing. So cool. um, and then also prevention. So families where CPS is involved, but the kids haven't been removed, we try to um, create preser- help to create preservation by meeting some basic needs. So I think to some, um, some people might not realize the scope of people that we serve. Yeah. Um, we serve uh, teen parents from Carolina Independent School District who maybe don't have all the things that they need when they have a baby, or um, we take referrals from the Catholic Church down the street, their St. Vincent de Paul Food Bank. Um, so you don't have to be a foster family. Mm-hmm. If, if we can help prevent your kids from going into care, we wanna do that. If we can help you get your kids back out of care, we wanna do that as, as much as we want to walk with a child through your foster care journey. Um, and so that can look like um, shopping in the foster closet. That can look like coming to, which since COVID, we haven't done as many events, but I swear before COVID, we were like event yeah. central. Um, parents nights out and mixers and all kinds of things. Um, so uh, tangible needs, we've got everything from clothes and shoes and car seats to, to actual dinners. Mm-hmm. And I think we're, I told Amy, we're gonna be known as the Kalachi closet. <laughs> 
because Maureen's Kolaches donates Kolaches to the church and we send them out with our families. So um, any tangible needs that families have, we're happy to help to meet those. And honestly, we have families who come into the closet um, and they walk in the door and, the, and sometimes the moms or dads, they just start to cry. It's beautiful. And they just need someone to understand because this is lonely. Yeah. And so um, I guess what I would say, yes, there's the tangible need stuff, but just don't walk the journey alone. Let us walk the journey with you, whatever that looks like. Yeah. Um, I'm a certified babysitter. Oh, maybe I shouldn't advertise this. I'm a certified <laughs> babysitter for multiple agencies. Um, you know, like let us walk with you. Don't, don't do this alone because the longer we can preserve a foster family mm -hmm. um, and extend the life when their willingness to have their home open, the more kids can be helped. Um, so, um, yes, so just let us walk with you. Don't be lonely. Yeah. Just, you know, we've got a place for you. We have a support group that meets every month. Um, and so just, just call, text, send a messenger, stop <laughs> in the closet, you know, yeah. send an email, whatever. Um, and so then for volunteering, you can always volunteer in the closet. Um, even when the closet's closed, there are people up here a lot of days yeah, sorting clothes. I mean, the floor has to get swept. I mean, there's, yeah. the freezer meals have to get cooked. Um, so there's always things to do. And um, so I would really say like whatever people feel is their, um, their gift and their love language and mm -hmm. their wheelhouse, we can put that to work in the foster care community. Like, yeah. If you're Everybody a quilt, has a job, right? Right, like if you're a quilt maker, like let's, you know, let's put that to work. Um, but the things that we need daily is uh, we feed dinner to the youth who don't have placement. Um, so there are um, as many as eight youth every night who sleep in hotels here in Pearland because there's nowhere for them to go. So we make sure that they get um, a dinner every night and it really has nothing to do with the food. It has yeah. to do with um, the fact that they're seen and loved and that they- that we, like that you guys show up. That we you know, show bring up. Bring food. Yeah. Food's a pro, food's a plus, right? Right. For the fact that consistently you have provided them dinner and they know they're not going to go hungry yes which is a huge issue a huge issue yeah and so i think that's so cool so i'm going to put all of the i'm going to put some links in the comments so you can click on them or whatever um i was just in the closet and it is a it's a beautiful closet um, it's a beautiful um thing that christy and her team amy and um all of those people work in um and if you're ever on campus and it's open, stop by. Like, mm -hmm. just say hi and say thank you for doing what you're doing. Um, I heard Amy say that there is a need right now for twin mattresses. We are out of furniture. Furniture. So we are out of twin beds, twin mattresses, and we're out of dressers com completely. Okay. And so that is, um, there are some other resources mm -hmm. for that. We are, to my knowledge, if anyone's watching and this is not true, please let me know. Um, to my knowledge, we're the only source for biological parents to get those items. So if you are trying to keep your kids out of care or reunify, mm -hmm. um, there really are not places to go where that you can get help getting a dresser or a bed. And so specifically for those families that we serve, we always want to make sure we've got a few dressers and a few twin on beds hand. on hand. Yeah, we do have some cribs. So I think we're good on cribs. I know we have at least one toddler bed, but twin beds and dressers for so sure. So I'll post the Amazon um, shop link in the comments too, so y'all can see that. Um, but if you're wanting to get rid of some stuff, if it's in good condition, reach out to the closet and reach out to them and say, hey, I've got a twin mattress or, you know, um, a chest a chest of drawers. Because mm -hmm. 
I don't think a lot of people know this, but when you have placements and let's say you've got two kids in a room, they have to have their own place to put their stuff. It's part of the process. It's part of the licensing for your home. And so um, a lot of people don't think about that. Oh, there's two kids in a room. They can just share a dresser, you know? And for some reason, it's not okay. (laughs) So um, I feel like there's a lot more things to be worried about, but that's one of the things that they worry about. And so minimum standards. Minimum standards. That's right. (laughs) And so anyways, if you have an issue, I mean, if you have an issue with anything, this this Foster Hope Ministry at Cross Point is so huge. I was just talking to somebody last night that had been blessed by this ministry, and she said, hey, we're going to come try out Cross Point. And I was like, that's so cool. It's just simply because of her connection to the closet. And so yeah. I love that. Um, but tonight uh, we start Women's Bible Study um, here on campus. coming in the factory at... 7, 7 to 8.30, we have Freedom Group, Women's Freedom Group, and um, we're starting God's Unbreakable Promises by If Gathering. It's a really great study tonight and tomorrow morning. Um, so if you need a morning option, we've got morning starting at 9.30 to 11. Um, both are still open. This week for the Bible study is going to be kind of an intro week, so we're not actually going to start the study until next week to have time to get involved. Um, both registration links are still open. If... Um, you've been waiting and you need a sign to come join Bible study, there's your sign. <laughs> so we hope to see you guys tonight and in the morning, and uh, we'll catch you next week. We're going to sit down with Allison Pollard. Um, so we'll see you guys next time. Bye.